get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch. Did you ever have a morning that didn't go as planned? Me too. In fact, I'm having one of those this morning. What do you do when you make a plan and then stuff just starts changing? Things happen. Do you still do what you purpose to do? Or do you just, eh, we're going to skip it this time. Maybe it wasn't meant to be. Have you ever run into that? What do you do in those moments? Welcome to Live Fearlessly Free with Heather Bunch. I'm your host, Heather Bunch. I'm your courageous coach, and I'm here to help you live fearlessly free so you can stop hiding, so you can show up fully yourself, and you can fulfill your God-given purpose. Now, today's going to be a little bit different, but today is for you. If you're like me, and when stuff starts shifting on you, you struggle to get done what you're supposed to get done. Now, I t- this morning, I woke up to uh, the electricity going out. We had storms all last night, and it poured and poured and thundered and lightened and power went out, power came back on. Now, Y'all don't know this, but my my husband loves smart homes. And the joke around the house is my smart home is being dumb. Because sometimes technology just doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Now, I just heard a beep and I was like, what in the world is that? And you probably heard it on the recording. And our power just actually came back on. Because what happened was, is about 8.30 this morning, our power went off and on and off and on and off and on. And then it went off and it stayed off. I was like, dang it, I didn't get my coffee yet. Like that was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> I didn't get my coffee. And then I thought, oh man, I can't even make food. That's hot because I have nothing that works because everything's electric. And it's so funny, the things that you realize that you miss when you don't have electricity. And miraculously, our power actually just came back on while I was recording this episode. So yay, praise God, that's awesome. But it was funny because the reason I was recording right now, even when I started, I was in the dark with a ring light in my closet recording because it sounds better in my closet. All the clothing makes a good good sound barrier. But I so wanted not to record today. And I was like I was feeling bad. I was in the mully grubs. I was like I was doing my gratitudes for the morning. I do gratitudes every morning. I do five. What am I thankful for today? And then I do five acknowledgments. What do I acknowledge myself for? So I'm celebrating any forward movement that I do. This is a habit that I've been doing for the last few years, and it's been life-changing for me. And I'm sitting there doing my gratitudes, and I was struggling because I'm sitting there with the power out, trying to write my gratitudes. Fortunately, I had, you know, daylight coming in from the windows. 
And I just started to get in a really bad mindset. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to record today because it's, you know, I'd have to be in the dark and I don't want to do it. And this is a good excuse. The lights are out. I can't, you know, do a recording. Well, you know what? I'm doing it on my phone. And I have cell service, so I have access to the internet. And really, they were just excuses. So what do you do when there's something you've committed to do for, your, for yourself? Honestly, I, I really love to do these podcasts. I do them for you, but I also do them for me because they're really help stretch me and grow me. They're helping me discover my voice. You know, because one of the things um, as an Enneagram type nine is we don't think our voice matters. So by me putting my voice out into the world, sharing what I believe God has been teaching me over the years is a way for me to stretch and grow. So what do you do when you don't want to do what you don't want to do, but you know you need to do? What do you do? I think it's really simple. You just do it anyways. Now, I want to share with you a tool that helped me today. To make the right decision and go ahead and keep recording. And it's called The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. Now, it's not a personality test, but this really is another facet to who we are. I like to think of ourselves like a diamond. Because, you know, diamonds are pretty and shiny. And they're worth a lot. They are very valuable. And so a diamond is made up of different facets. And when all the facets are together and the light shines through it, then it dazzles and sparkles. That's us. So each of those facets is like a component of ourselves. It's a different piece of the puzzle. It's who we are. And we're, there's so many facets to ourselves So I love the Enneagram. That's one facet to ourselves. It's not our entire self. It's just a facet. You know, there's a disc profile. There's Myers-Briggs. There's different tests that will help you discover facets of yourself. Well, Gretchen Rubin came up with this thing called the four tendencies. And it's not actually about your personality. It's about how do we handle expectations? obligations. And she says there's two types of expectations. There's external expectations. So the things that people on the outside expect of us, kids, spouse, employees, friends, family, what they're expecting us to do or how to act or respond. Okay. Expectations. Then there's internal expectations. Those are the things that we expect of ourselves. Maybe it's a dream you have in your heart, and this is something you want to do for you, okay? Your purpose helps other people, but it's still coming from the inside 
internally, okay? It's still something you're doing. It's an expectation that you have on yourself. Or maybe you want to lose weight. You want to exercise. You want to be more healthy. That would be an internal expectation. Now, there's four ways that people handle these expectations. So there's four types of people. First, there's the upholder. Now, the upholder is fabulous at both external and internal expectations. Like these are the people, they just get it done and they just do it regardless of whether it's comfortable, uncomfortable, a lot of work or, you know, consistency. Like they are consistent. You can count on them to get it done. These are the kids that got up in the morning, they set their alarm, they got up when they were supposed to, they made their lunch, they made their bed, they did their homework. Now, upholders in a situation like this, um, they honestly would have had no problem doing the podcast because it's something they wanted to do and they would just do it because it's the right thing to do. Now, you also have what's called the questioners. Now, the questioners, they question everything. They are the kids that always asks why. Like, every kid asks why. But these are the ones that every time you say something, they're going to fight back on it. They're asking why. Well, why is that? Why do I have to do that? Why can't I play with that friend? Why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? I think Grace might be a questioner. Because she's always asking why. Now, Questioners need more information. So, if something makes sense to them, then they'll do it. So, using an analogy for work, work comes up with a new policy and they're like, questioners like, what in the world? This is crazy. Why in the world would we do this? This doesn't make any sense. So, they ask why. And the worst thing you could say to them is, um, because I said so, they're not, they're not going to go for that. And they're actually going to plant their feet and they are not going to do that thing, that expectation. But if that boss were to say, oh, this is why we're doing it. And this is the result that will come of that. And this is the benefits. And if that makes sense to the questioner, they'll be like, all right. And they'll roll with it. So in this situation with the podcast, they might be questioning, why is the power out? Why do I not have power? And you know what? My brother, who lives a couple miles down from me, he had power. Well, that's not fair. And it doesn't make any sense. And, you know, the power was on and then it was off. And But why doesn't anyone else in St. Louis missing power? It's just us and you know, and they could get hung up in all the whys and the those reasons instead of just doing the thing that they're supposed to do. Now, there's also the rebel. Now, my husband is a rebel. And the rebel rebels against both external and internal expectations. So... I do not go to my husband and say, 
I need you to take out the trash now. Oh, this would not go over well. Now, my husband loves me and he takes out the trash for me all the time. But it's all in how I handle it. So the Bible does talk about being wise as uh, serpents and harmless as doves. Okay, so that's using wisdom and how you talk to people and handle people. So my husband's a rebel. So because they rebel against internal and external expectations. And did you, you heard me right. Internal expectations. So even the things they want to do for themselves, they will also rebel against. My husband used to have his calendar like planned out to the minute. I'm doing this and then I'm going to do that and then I'm going to do this. I mean, it was time block to the umph degree. And, but you know what would happen? He'd be going along doing it and he'd be doing his thing. He's on his schedule and he's like, Psh, forget this. I'm not doing that. And he literally would rebel against the own schedule that he made for himself. That's what a rebel does. So rebels need options. They need options. So for instance, I'll just take you the situation with my husband and his calendar. You know what he does is he will say, I could do this or I could do that. He literally would schedule options into his calendar. He did this after he discovered the four tendencies with the rebel. Now I'm going to tell you, because he's a rebel, and I kind of knew he was a rebel because I read the book first, I never actually told him, "Hun, this is amazing. You have to go take this quiz now. Okay, because he would never have done that. So I seeded cool stuff I was learning from the book. And then he texted me one day randomly and said, hey, you're right. I'm a rebel. Because I just said, you know, you might be a rebel. I don't know. You know. And so I just seeded that. See, that's that's how you would, would deal with a rebel. But that's also how a rebel can get done, something done for themselves. So in this situation with this podcast that need to get recorded, if you're a rebel, well, what you could do is set up options. You know what? I could normally I do it in the morning, but I could do it in the morning or I could do ahead, go ahead and do it in the afternoon, either one. And then they've got options and then they can pick when they're going to do it. And then number four is the obliger. The obliger is really good at external expectations. They will get it done if somebody is waiting on them. So my boss needs a report by Friday. Who's going to get that report done by Friday? That obliger. That obliger is getting that report done by Friday. But I want to start a new exercise program for myself. Ah, uh, but my friend wants to go out for coffee. I'm going out for coffee. So the, the obliger is really great at external expectations. They are not good at getting done what they need to do for themselves. Now I am an obliger and I know this. And for years and years and years, I would say, oh, I am just not disciplined. What is wrong with me? 
I can't ever get anything done. I'm not consistent. I can't do what I want to do. Now, now, several years ago, I started a weight loss journey. I lost about 40 pounds. And I've, I've kept most of it off. Getting a little bit back. But, but not, not a ton. I think, I think I got about like six pounds more to lose. But what I did different this time is I used an app called Lose It. And I would track every day what I ate. Now, I'm the kind of person that goes, if I'm on a diet, all of a sudden everything that I wasn't tempted to eat, now I, that I can't eat, now I want it. So I never really put myself on a diet. I was not really a diet person. I was more like, I just need to make this a lifestyle. So I tried the Lose It app. And that did the trick for me. Now, after I learned about the four tendencies, I realized why the Lose It app worked. Because an obliger needs outside external accountability to get done what they want to do internally. So the Lose It app was my external accountability. It told me if I ate too much, Because I tracked my weight, my weight would say and agree with if I ate too much. It also did things like, yay, you've hit a 154 day streak. Woo. And so that kind of like kept me going. So I realized that app worked for me because that was external accountability. So in the instance of this podcast, I have, well, in my life in general, not just the podcast, I have set up external accountability to get done what I want to do internally. I have a goal and dream in my heart to reach people, to help them stop hiding, show up fully themselves and fulfill their God-given purpose. But I have to have external accountability to get these things done. Now, the podcast is one of the vehicles that I'm using to help accomplish my dream. So, this morning, I came in the closet. I had a little USB ring light I threw on my phone, and I started recording a podcast. And I, this is not the original podcast that I was going to do today, but I, I did this particular one today because I wanted to use the example of a real-time situation that I was going through and a decision that I'd made to do what I wanted to do anyways. And how did I do that? Because I know there are many of you out there, you too are struggling to get done internally what you want to do, the thing God's called you to do. Maybe you're supposed to be writing a blog. Maybe you're supposed to be volunteering somewhere. Maybe you're supposed to be a speaker or a coach, or maybe you need to do a different job than what you're currently doing now. But maybe you're like me and you're an obliger. And you've also been beating yourself up going, I'm not disciplined. I never do what I want to do. I never do what I say I'm going to do. I'm lazy. I'm, you know, and you beat yourself up. Well, let me tell you something. You are not 
lazy. You are not undisciplined. You have just need to set up your life with external accountability so you can get done what you want to do internally. So for me, my I have external accountability set up. I have other coaches that are my accountability partners that I meet with every week. I've got two different sets of people that I meet with every week. And you know what? They're going to ask me because they know the schedule that I said I was going to do for a podcast. And that was five days a week, Monday through Friday. That's what I set up for myself to do. And they're going to ask me, did I do it? And I don't want to have to go to them and go, well, you know, Tuesday there was a power outage and I just kind of got down in the dumps and, you know, my mindset wasn't right and... You know, I, I I couldn't look up what it was I was originally going to talk about and blah, 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 blah. I don't want to have to make those kind of excuses. So I just grabbed my phone and I said, you know what? I'm going to talk about the four tendencies because this is how I'm getting it done anyways. So if... uh you resonate with one of those types. Uh, I have blog posts actually that I did on the four tendencies that you can look up. You can just go to heatherlbunch.com. You can look in the search engine, pull up four tendencies or pull up one of the names, rebel, obliger, upholder, or questioner. One of those. So if one of those resonates with you, you can go read more about it. You could also get Gretchen Rubin's book, The Four Tendencies, it really was helpful. And our, having my husband and I both do it, that was amazing. Because he knows I need help, ex, you know, external accountability to get done what I want to do. So he'll actually, he's be my champion for me too. Now he's not necessarily my accountability partner, but he does help me think through things and help me to set up accountability that'll work for me. So she also has a quiz, super short quiz that you can take. Just Google four tendencies quiz. It'll pop right up. You can take it. And this technique is so helpful because if you know how you deal with expectations, both externally and internally, then you can adjust yourself to get done what you want to do for yourself So that you can fulfill your God-given purpose. Whatever that is. Whichever one that you happen to be. Again, it's a piece to the puzzle. It's a facet to the diamond. The more that we can understand about ourselves, how we work, what our motivation is, what makes us tick. The more we can become our best self. And being all that God's called us to be. And honestly, we're going to enjoy more of our life on the way to where we're going. So I just want to thank you so much for joining us. In fact, I want to thank you a bunch because, you know, I am Heather Bunch. And I was thinking about that the other day. And I was like, because I use that all the time. So thanks a bunch. Total pun intended. If you have a name like that, you have to use it. And I was like, you know, I don't even tell people that on the podcast. That's funny. So thanks a bunch. And until next time, live fearlessly free.